1: I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups, the good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Mark, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: It's great to have you here. Thanks for taking some time to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Show. We love to talk about the world of of startup and the good, the bad, and what we call the gritty. So I'm curious to learn what your experience has been in the world uh, of startup and of course, what you guys um, have built over at Deji. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and and your backstory and what really brought you to present day and what you're currently working on right now.
0: Absolutely. So I'm currently working on, I am the creative director of Deji, D-E-I-J-I, Deji.com. And I started, uh, wow, um, back in the mid 1980s, 85, 86, working from Roger Vivier as his, his assistant. And I, after four or five years, I became his creative director for his company. That's R-O-G-E-R-V-I-V-I-E-R. Roger Vivier is probably one of the, he's the Picasso of shoe design. He's been, a, he's, um, unfortunately gone now, but, um. Roger nurtured me, he brought me into the world of shoe design, taught me how to sketch, taught me how to draw, and uh, brought me to Italy, brought me to France, and really kind of baptized me in the world of fashion, especially shoes. So um, that's where I started. From there, I also was mentored by Andy Warhol. I'm sure you've heard of him. He was a friend of of Roger's, and um, Andy I knew for about three and a half, four years before his untimely death in 1987 i believe february 87 i believe anyway um andy was another big influence on me in the world of pop art and how to present shoes and how to actually even paint andy taught me how was the first person to give me a set of watercolors and a paintbrush and tell me to start not only designing sketching shoes but also making them artistic and painting them so that's really the group, the, the, the base of where I started, um, mid to, to late 80s. And from then on, um, I don't know if you want to interject, but from then on, I started to work for um, Gucci, Chanel, Prada, Balenciaga, Ralph Lauren, um, a bit of Calvin Klein, and other people. I've done tons of private label programs for Neiman Marcus, for Saks Fifth Avenue, Bergdorf Goodman in New York, so on and so forth, and here I am 38 years later. We're, I'm, still, I'm here in Italy as we speak in my car on, a way, on my way to a shoe factory, but um, so I'm still doing this. We're going strong. We've got Deji.com, and Deji, we're in uh, Flying Solo, which is a wonderful store in Soho in New York City, and we're just starting to take off. It's really, really, really exciting and hectic and stressful. Everything is <laughs> should be.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you're having a good time in in the midst of the whole process, huh?
0: I need a coffee, but go ahead.
1: Hey, well, there's time for that, I'm sure. So, uh, so, so, Deji, let's talk about this. When did this all come about? When did it start? Where did the concept come from?
0: It's it's a about a year ago. I was approached by Gary and his wife Riva, Gary Newlinger and and Riva Wilkins and. The concept came, you know, we, we are, I already had some ideas and we bounced them around for two or three months, came up with the name, came up with the logo. Daisy means flower or daisy in Korean and Japanese. And it just worked for us. It was one of those names that just stuck. And we um, went ahead and designed a logo and, and moved forward with that. And it's been, it's going strong. I mean, we're really happy. Very, Amazing. very fortunate.
1: And so, what type of and what type of stuff do you design? Is it just shoes, or is it purses? No, and- no,
0: no, no. I do the shoes, the bags, and the belts. That's where we're at right now, and it's all for women at the moment. But we will be touching upon men's um, footwear and and whatnot accessories in the next year or so, maybe less. We'll see. Amazing.
1: So, when it comes to the world of startup, what would you say has been the most difficult part of being a of of being a, a startup? Even though you've got you know decades of experience within the space,
0: right? It always feels like you're starting from zero. Yeah, it
1: does. (laughs) The startup
0: part is the hard part of the startup.
1: Sure. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Um, It's building a base. It's getting your name out there. It's social media. It's influencers. It's getting that whole group of people. And, you know, it's a trial basis. You live and learn. You make mistakes. You come back. You tweak. Turn things around. They go sideways, they go upside down, and then you flip it and, and you're good. So that that's where we're at now. We're bringing in uh, different, different uh, models and influencers from around the globe. Um, and we are all over social media. The website is picking up. Our Instagram went from like zero to 16 or 20,000 followers in the first month, which is a very good sign. Um, so we're, we're happy. It's just you know, it's like everything else. It's it's planning. It takes time. You you go full steam and you you make mistakes and you learn and you go forward and you correct everything. And that's basically how life works for me.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. So how would think you mentioned influencers, which is a new, it's a new term and it's a new word um, that over yeah. the past, you know, 10 years that it's happened. You've been in this space well before the onset of social media and web two and these influencers.
0: Well, well before, well, uh, you know, cell phones. So take right. that.
1: Exactly. So how has how have things changed for the better because of all of these new online tools and resources available like influencers? The,
0: the, right. You know, the good news is technology or we're able to to be in contact with an influencer if they're in London and they're doing a fashion show and they have, you know, a daisy piece or two that they're showing or they want to go live with it. We can do that within minutes. Um the negative part sometimes you get too many phone calls in one day or one hour or fifteen minutes, five people trying to reach you. Um, but it, it's it's really it's it's a I I love technology, but there are times when I wish I could shut the cell phone off for like a week. But um, I mean, it's,
1: it's you know when you different. think of you think of hey, it's, it it's it's totally double edged sword isn't it um w- when you think of like how you guys used to, to you know to to market the product i mean it would be through traditional means of of advertising right you would have to and if you got 100%
0: and, and yep.
1: if you got any coverage it would be press coverage because it was you know it was earned it was no now you know we're we're paying an influencer to do xyz
0: well you know, talk about press coverage. We're, that, that's one thing that I always loved. And we're, we've had a number of articles written and they've been picked up by a number of different, um, uh, people, bloggers and, and, uh, influencers, and also obviously mag fashion magazines. So that's always been intriguing to me. I I'm kind of old school where I, I like that first because it kind of just gets us out there in the, uh, the SEO world. But, um, sure. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's interesting because um, everything's different approach. And, you know, most of us in the company are in our, you know, 40s, 50s, and 60s. And then you've got to bring influ- influencers in that are in their 20s uh, and 30s and they speak a whole different language. So we have to learn that language quickly. Yeah, they get all the answers
1: and they have an attitude. It must be amazing. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I said it.
1: Um, so we're making waves over here on the Great Daily Startup Podcast. So, uh, w- what would you say has been the hardest part of the startup process?
0: Um, the hardest part is bringing, getting the right people, um, finding the right, you know, team Daisy, so to speak. So, but we we went through ups and downs, you know, wrong people, right people, and we honed and we cut where we had to do and tweak what we had to tweak, and now we finally have the group that we're happy with. So we're moving straight and forward.
1: Are you guys continuing Actually, to grow the team as well?
0: Yeah, we are. We just picked up a new influencer, I don't know, 2 or 3 days ago, and she's in London right now. She goes to London, Paris, Milan and then back to New York. So she's bouncing all over doing her Daisy thing right now. So, yes. Very
1: very cool. So, uh we're 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 uh winding down towards the end of 2022 times the time we're recording this episode, which is crazy to even say. Uh much less even here, but what what are you guys excited about? As you, as we wrap up 2022 and going into 2023 with the brand,
0: for me personally, just getting new product out, experimenting, finding out what works, what doesn't, and just really, you know, getting the Deji name out there, and it's that's what's happening now. We're finally starting to sell, which is great. Um, you know, we've got great product, and it, it's just we hit the nail on the head at the start, and I've got to keep that going. That's, that's the whole momentum, momentum and momentum.
1: Yeah. Momentum. It absolutely is. So are you still getting traditional press coverage for? um, We are. You know what? And I
0: like that, you know, it's like, it's like, ha ha, you know, (laughs) Uh I like to see, you know, it's nothing like a New York times article, wall street journal or whatever. It's, it's really great. LA times, et cetera, et cetera. So yes, we are. And then we got the bloggers and you've got the traditional, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook people, all that stuff. Yeah. You know,
1: those two, those two things really start to complement each other, especially this day and age, kind of like when you get a a traditional piece of press coverage, it's, it's kind of a wow factor these days, oddly enough. I mean, it's always been a wow factor, but like you've, because online has been so dominant that being able to, I, I like what you said earlier, that you always like to get the, you know, traditional media and press coverage first.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't, let's not forget TikTok because we've got a young lady here in Italy that, uh, I just met with yesterday that she's been working it's her second month with us on TikTok and I'll tell you that's a whole nother hysterical avenue that you really need to understand and and, uh, and get into and that that's a and she's I think she's 20 years old so um she does a great job but again it's that whole learning the new language of uh, of what works and what doesn't. What what's
1: what have been some of the things that you've that that, that she does or that you've seen that you're like wow I didn't even think about this or the, right
0: these, these crazy videos crazy little videos that go click, click click you know you've got two or three seconds or a half a second of an image and then into another one and then back and then four or five seconds of New York City and then back to Milan and then back to a bag a shoe a belt I mean it's just it's very very quick fast paced.
1: It feeds into the I mean it's the it's the less of two evils there because it feeds into the attention span that we're conti- that's continuing to diminish in society, but at the same time it tells a big story,
0: correct. It's definitely um caffeine-oriented espresso. it's like <laughs> bing, bing bing,
1: Cuban coffee, like they say down here in Miami, yeah,
0: hey, um, I love it. So,
1: uh, well, this is exciting. It sounds like you guys got some great momentum. Congrats on the launch. Sounds like you're continuing you. to stay in your lane and doing passionate work about what you want to do within the fashion industry. So we I, I wish, wish you guys continued success uh, with what you're doing. It sounds like you're just getting started here. So I'm excited to see how things continue to unfold for you. Uh, come, any, any, come
0: back and see me in a year.
1: Absolutely. I we'll have to have you back on the show and, uh, and get an update. A- any final thoughts for our listeners?
0: Check out www.daisy.com. D-E-I-J-I.com. Go for it. Unless you're
1: a female and you don't like purses, shoes, and belts. Insert sarcasm here, right? Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Mark, thanks for your time and uh, enjoy uh, the, the rest of your day. Keep rocking and rolling over there, Daisy.
0: Have that Cuban coffee on me, okay?
1: Thank you, my friend. All right, Matt. Be well. You too. Bye-bye. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends.